Hello and welcome to Market Week in Review for the week ending November 17th, 2023. I'm your host, Michelle Bajargal, and today I'm joined by our Chief Investment Strategist, Paul Eidelman. Paul, thank you for joining us. Yeah, happy to be here. Thanks. So let's kick off our discussion focusing on the US. So um, in recent weeks, bond yields have been extremely volatile, so perhaps you can contextualize that for us and um, in terms of what's been driving the market and how yields are impacting other asset classes like equities and REITs. Yeah, I think we've had arguably two distinct regimes for government bond yields here in the last couple of months. The third quarter was all about just how strong the U.S. economy was performing. We had almost 5% real GDP growth in the third quarter, which was amazing. Uh, very strong consumer spending, strong hiring. On the back of all of that economic resilience, long-term interest rates rose dramatically, uh, almost 80 or 100 basis points um, in the third quarter, which is a big move in a short period of time. Um, starting in the fourth quarter here, and obviously conditions are still evolving on a real-time basis, that narrative has started to change. And we've seen a number of um, economic data points over the last couple of weeks, starting with a softer uh, jobs report for October, some weaker business surveys from the Institute for Supply Management. Uh, this week as well, importantly, a weaker than expected inflation reading uh, for the month of October. And all of that has started to chip away at this narrative of higher for longer that had taken over fixed income markets. Um, and on the back of those developments, interest rates have fallen almost as sharply as they rose in the third quarter. Um, and sitting here uh, today on, on Thursday in Seattle, the, the 10-year Treasury yield has fallen uh, almost 50 basis points from uh, its peak in, in mid-October, which is, again, a very big move. And, and just back on Tuesday, around that inflation news, uh, the 10-year yield fell almost 20 basis points in just a day, which is just really striking in terms of um, magnitude. Um, and just given the volatility of rates, given the magnitude of those moves, it's really been dominating broader asset class dynamics as well. And so as interest rates have fallen in this recent period, that has been sort of a sigh of relief for equity markets. Um, so we've seen the S&P 500 index, for example, rally about 5% from mid-October, which is uh, encouraging to see. Other interest-sensitive asset classes have also done particularly well. So the NASDAQ index has been even stronger. Global REITs, uh, real estate investment trusts, are also quite interest rate sensitive and have actually been the best performing asset class since mid-October, returning over 7%. So interest rates have really been the key for markets for the last couple of months now. In the recent period with yields falling, that's been, been good news for markets. Yeah, we've definitely seen the shift from higher for longer. Yeah. Um, so pivoting a little bit more globally, can you highlight the key developments and trends that you're seeing both coming out of Europe and perhaps as well as China? Yeah, I'd say for most of 2023, both Europe and China had been relatively weak spots in the global economy, but that's starting to change at the margin um, in the last couple of weeks. Um, I'd say Europe of the two is still uh, relatively weak. Uh, in the third quarter, they just published their GDP statistics and the Eurozone showed a mild uh, GDP contraction. Um, so, so sluggish economic activity in the region. It seems like there, the combination of tight ECB policy, some weak industrial activity, particularly in Germany, 
And also um, a, a difference between the United States and Europe. In, in Europe, consumers have been much more cautious than what we see in the United States. All of that has conspired to uh, a period of relatively stagnant activity in Europe. When I was kind of mentioning that things are getting a bit more nuanced, I'd say that's particularly the case in, in China, where they have been sluggish, particularly on the back of an ailing property sector, but on the back of what's been almost daily uh, drip feed stimulus announcements from Chinese authorities, it seems like those stimulus measures are starting to get some traction on the Chinese economy now, where we're seeing stabilization in economic growth. This week, there was an upside surprise on retail sales in China, which was in, encouraging to see. And we got even more stimulus uh, this week on top of the countless measures from recent months, most notably a one trillion yuan package to support the construction sector, which was a relative weak spot previously. So I think a lot going on uh, internationally right now. Europe, a little bit on the softer side. China showing some encouraging stabilization. Great. Well, thank you for sharing your insights and thank you for tuning in. We'll be back next week. Mm -hmm.